Hey everybody, it is your favorite real sisters in a state, Trista Newton and Melissa Hunter. And we are here for another awesome discussion about some crazy, crazy experiences in real estate. We hope that you're enjoying it. Trista, do you have anything to say about our topic today? Um, I'm pretty excited about it. The good, the bad, and the ugly when it comes to home decor. What oh. are you thinking sometimes? Yeah, you know, we thought we thought about it. Trista's going to take the ugly and I'm going to take the good. Both are really funny stories and uh, we hope that you enjoy them. And, you know, overall, you know, being in this business, we see everything. I mean, I've seen the most elaborate decorations and decor and then decor that I can't even believe people are living in <laughs> and not growing up on a daily basis. Exactly. I, I feel the same exact way. And there's so many, it's one of the first things as realtors that we notice when we walk into a property is the presentation, the curb appeal, the appeal on the interior and how buyers, when they walk into a property, are they able to see themselves living in the home? Most definitely. And, and it, you know, I think that with us uh, being real estate agents, they t take our opinion very literally and very seriously. Um, and, you know, selling a house in the condition that we need it in and living in the house is a completely separate type of decor. Definitely. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I was just in a house yesterday and I walk in, there's some bookshelves, and there's some um, computer set up for gaming, there's kids toys and, and a, a, you know, there's baby bottles on the countertop. And they were apologizing and I looked at them and I said, this is what happiness looks like. Yes, <laughs> lived in. Exactly. I mean, for me, I was looking around like, these, these family's pretty happy. They're they're playful. Um, they're reading books. They're doing all sorts of things in their own space. I think that's a win. Yeah, I agree. With, with mortgages as high as they are, if you can't enjoy your space, then what are you going to do? hit the nail on the head with that one nobody wants to be house broke you know and if you can't enjoy the place that you're you're paying for um there's no point that's the whole point right and be able to have your own space that makes you happy exactly and, and you know really our conversation was about just you know depersonalizing and and that's always my focus point when i list a house is making sure that, that people don't have any personal approaches to the property, like pictures on the wall, um, any sort of, you know, remnants of their, I don't know, just anything that, that kind of, that could take somebody out of their own zone of what they can do with the space. Yep, agreed. So tell me, tell me about the ugly, ugliest experience that you have, Trista, when it comes to home decor. Well, I'll preface this by saying this was a while back, probably five years ago. Um, but to kind of tie it into today's market, I feel like a lot of homeowners, because things are selling regardless of what the home looks like because of our very low inventory, homeowners aren't taking the steps that we would normally like to see when they prep their home for sale. So you're seeing a lot of... Yeah, it's a, um, they don't care because they know that the house is going to sell regardless. So this was prior to this time. And it was a um, waterfront townhome that was built in the 80s. 
And these clients were, it was a vacation home for them. It was their second home and they weren't using the property as much as they would like due to their age and their ability to travel. So I, I go into the home. All you see is the color mauve. It was mauve carpet, it was mauve wallpaper, it was mauve curtains, it was mauve furniture. And as a realtor thinking of how am I gonna best present this in the best light possible so that you know we capture the most amount of buyers we're able to, you just have to embrace some things sometimes. So we went with the mauve. I have a question for you, Trista. Did you ask them for their decorator's phone number? <laughs> I'm gonna say their decorator probably isn't alive anymore. So, you know, there's things in, that in this business that we can do to help our clients. And then there's some things that you're just going to have to embrace. They were elderly. They didn't have the funds or the capability to do anything about their 1980s mauve home. And when I say that this lady loved her mauve, she loved it. I mean, there was mauve carpet in the master bathroom. So it was a very unique experience. And... I wasn't quite sure how the market was going to take it. And, you know, it became known as the mauve property, the mauve house. Around town, it was the mauve house. You know, oh, they had the one on the market, the mauve one. Yep, that's the one. So fast forward to the clients that ended up purchasing the house. We showed the property and the sweetest lady walks in with a mauve sweater on i'm not oh even, my goodness it couldn't have been a more perfect match made in heaven and so we tour the property they they both love it the husband's out on the deck taking in the views and the wife is sitting um on the couch in the living room in her mauve sweater on the mauve sofa with the mauve wallpaper and the mauve carpet and the husband walks in and he goes where'd my wife go and she was literally sitting on the sofa right there. But because everything was mauve, he totally missed his wife sitting there. She blended into the background. It was hilarious. Everybody had a good laugh about it. Right, that's my ugly story. You never know who's going to walk in and something that you think is ugly, someone else is going to absolutely love. And while she didn't love everything mauve, um, you could tell it was one of her favorite colors. I mean, she came into the property wearing the same color mauve. So that is my ugly story <laughs> i got i got two cents to put it into that um there i have a an elderly client and i, I you know i love love working um, with our, our seniors in their transition and selling property whether it's rental property because they just really can't manage that sector anymore or their own property to downsize to a single family or something like that i just love my experience with them um but this particular client had a condo it's all original and you know i talked to her about maybe doing some updates and she says no i don't want to take the integrity out of this condo i don't want to take the integrity out of it i want to leave everything exactly the way it is and i'm talking yellow walls dated fixtures I mean, we're talking the true late 70s at its finest um and so you know i just i just want to point out that you know it is it's it's a pleasure working with um with the the folks that really enjoyed that era and their the decor is so it's still like their their updated decor to them 
Exactly. That's something else I want to touch on is a lot of times when homes are, let's say, flipped, for example, they take an, an outdated property and they flip it in a short amount of time. There is often a preconceived notion that these flips, the quality of the work is very different from the quality of the work that was done, you know, back in the 70s and the 80s in the minds of these the homeowners you know so they they really feel that there's no need to update because the quality of the construction is just not the same i think that's why you know a lot of homeowners leave properties in their original condition because as long as they're very you know well maintained the integrity of the home is kept intact whether it's living in mob or not (laughs) to see what their primary residence looked like. Oh my goodness, I can only imagine. Well, um, that was the ugly. Well, I'm going to talk about the good. So, I had a property in Ojai, and Ojai has a very unique community. Um, every time I, I do any sort of transaction in Ojai, I always have a, a lifetime memory come out of it. And that's because the people in Ojai are just so special. But this one particular listing, this one particular sale, I was representing the buyers and the buyers were LA buyers and um, they're used to the hustle and bustle and they wanted to get out of that. So they wanted to get something in Ojai and be able to have a sanctuary to come home to on the weekends. So we, we were told with this particular house that the wife was the one that did all of the decorating and she was really good at it, you know, which she was. The pictures were phenomenal. And so, you know, we had some really high expectations, obviously, because of the pictures. And and uh, we went in, and, and I'll tell you, that place was to the nines. There were, there were light fixtures from Morocco, um, marble countertops that you've never seen before, flooring you've never seen before. I mean, a lot of stuff was imported out of the country. And it was a really, really neat house. And then outside of the house were medicinal plants. Every plant that was planted outside had a purpose. Um, So this woman had really invested a lot of time in this property um, before they listed the property. Have you ever been in a property like that before, Trista? Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a a similar property in Ojai also that was... Yeah, same way. I mean, the way that she she had a vision for the home and I will say that there are a lot of homeowners that feel their home is alive and so it is a living breathing organism and that is the approach that this woman took and so when she bought the property um, she, it needed a lot of work she knew this and so she had just redone it it was very eclectic very oh high but absolutely gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and every section of the home had something unique to it she was well traveled she traveled the world and would collect things along her travels and so that's another thing that we can talk about is the collections that people have in their homes it has a special meaning for them so when we're coming in and saying okay we need to declutter we need to depersonalize we also have to be sensitive to our clients emotional connections to what is in their homes yes it's sometimes they don't want to take things off the wall 
Now this particular one though, <laughs> this is why this is a very interesting story. They listed the property for about $300,000 more than it was worth. Now, of course, what I had mentioned to you before is that the property was highly, highly decorated, including the fixtures from all parts of the world, including Morocco. Um, there was also crystals inside the walls. I mean, this this place was very unique. I took a video. I took a video of the property, and I usually do that for my clients so that they have a video of the property that they can look at over and over again if there isn't a video available when the property is listed. So. I took a video of the property to show what we were getting for the money because they said, for, you know, we will still pay the price. We're going to pay $300,000 over what it's worth because of what the the house has to offer. So I'm taking a video of all of the, the everything, the lampshades and the countertops and the flooring and the whole bit going through the house. And, you know, we go through the process of, of buying the house. And we walk in for our final walkthrough, and guess what this seller did? What? She replaced the fixtures that she put in from Morocco throughout the house, the light fixtures and all of those, all of the funky things that caused my clients to buy the property for $300,000 over. She went on like an Etsy or something and purchase something similar and replace the fixtures throughout the house. Oh my goodness. To where it was like obvious. We walked up to the door and we looked up and it was the cheapest light fixture you could ever imagine sitting in front of you. Oh. Replaced just like that. And then we got inside and I mean, my clients were furious. They, they were almost in tears. They couldn't believe it. They were like, whose house is this i mean she literally stripped the house dry oh of all of her and we were we were already you know contingencies released and ready to go so we had to turn around i ended up taking that video and sending it to the listing agent and telling the listing agent this is what we're buying and we won't buy it any other way so you need to tr tell your clients to go ahead and put those pictures back and I have a video of where these pictures need to go if she needs any help. My goodness. So she ended up putting the pictures back. Fast forward, you know, the house closes. My clients are happy. They move in. I get a phone call for them. And he is furious, just furious. And I'm like, calm down, calm down. What's going on? And he said they came back and they started tearing out the plants in the front yard. No. And are you kidding me? And he said, I, there's dirt all over our, our walkway. Now this was a second home. This wasn't a first home. Um, so there's dirt all over the walkway. There's plants that are uprooted. And he says he just can't believe that, that they, they've done this. So um, I, I proceeded to make a call to the, to the agent and, and uh, let him know that they're missing plants in their front yard. And come to find out it wasn't the, the actual seller. Um, it was an animal. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank goodness it was an animal and not the seller. I have had a similar situation like that where it actually was a seller. It's, it's kind of interesting psychological what happens when you sell a property that you've been in for some time or that you've worked towards. What we see like at the, at the end, like packages still getting delivered, people still keeping the mailbox, you know, key so they can check their mail, like as if they own the property or something. 
Great. But yeah, that's 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 my funky story. And, and the sellers, the sellers told told me to relay to them, hey, let your your city buyers know that they're no longer in the city. There's actually wild animals that <laughs> live around that house. So be very careful because um, yeah, that's it's a completely different ball game out there in, in the city of Ojai. <laughs> Definitely different. So that's actually something else that we can discuss is what stays with the property and what goes with the property. Have you had any situations in your career other than the gorgeous fixtures where there were, let's say, appliances that were supposed to be left, anything along those lines that, you know, when you walk in for your final walkthrough, you're like, whoa, this isn't what was here before. Have you had anything like that happen? You know, I think the most popular thing that gets taken that's not supposed to be taken is the garage rack. Oh, yes. The storage yeah. racks. I, I constantly have to remind people, leave the rack. It's all, it's it's fixed up on the wall. Um, but besides that, you know, for the most part, I think things are pretty good. Holes in the wall with, with TV mounts are always a, a big common one. Um, but, be, you know, besides, you know, TV mounts and, and garage storage, I'm, I'm, you know, people are pretty consistent about leaving their things. How about you? I, several times, twice, I have had a buyer purchase a property that had um, what would be considered a built-in refrigerator. And when we, you know, obviously it was included on in the contract with your inclusions. And when we go in for the final walkthrough, the quote-unquote built-in refrigerator has been replaced with a very low-quality, low-grade refrigerator on two separate occasions. Um, so that's always a fun phone call to have to call the listing agent and say, hey, um, the fridge isn't here and there's another fridge in its place. We need the original fridge. And at that point, it becomes a bigger issue because most often when, or in actually both cases, the seller had taken the fridge out and sold it and replaced it with a lower quality item and so you can't get that fridge back and it comes down to the seller now having to buy a completely new replacement unit um so that's happened to me twice with the buyer one of my clients i had we included the fridge. They were moving out of state and they didn't want the washer, the dryer, or the refrigerator. They said, we're not taking it. I'm not moving it. We're leaving that. And so when I went to, they had moved out before closing and I went to um, gather my lockbox, take the sign down and all that and noticed the refrigerator, washer, and dryer were gone. Wow. Yes. And so what, what ended up happening is, in it was a very crazy transaction. They had lived there for over 30 years. Um, a buyer came in and bought it as is cash, but they were moving from another state. And so they needed a place to stay as they sold their home um, out in Texas and moved here to California. They needed a quick closing. So it was a seven day closing. And they said, honestly, we just had people come and pack us all up and forgot that we were leaving even though you know as an agent you always remind them these are the items that need to stay these are the things that are expected to be done when you move out in the midst of everything they had forgotten that they were supposed to leave that so they had they were down south in la before they were moving 
to where they were going and they had to drive the washer and dryer back up the fridge they had sold and so they had to give the new owner money to go buy a new fridge oh my goodness i i you know that does spark a a, a memory of a pretty warlike um experience that i with appliances i had a situation where we were buying a house the whole kitchen was going to get ripped out the buyer was going to completely renovate the, the entire kitchen tear out the appliances and the appliances were dated they didn't match um they were old but lo and behold in the garage in the garage in, in the storage area of the garage they located a bike a set of viking appliances oh my goodness and they were still in boxes so unfortunately the listing agent wasn't aware of what was in there so she had made a comment that sh- that the buyers can go into the garage and if she referenced that there are things in the garage that go with the house like random items because they were partially remodeling the house they never got to the kitchen that's why those viking appliances were sitting there so she said go ahead and go back there and take a look and see if you want anything there and they were like oh there's a viking there's a viking mic there's a viking this there's a viking that the viking appliances and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, a Viking top is like $20,000. Yeah. I didn't think that they, she meant those. I was thinking she might have meant a mirror or a doorknob that was sitting back there. Um, so I told him, you know, I okay, well, I'll, I'll put it on the list. Um, but I don't know if this is going to be included, you know. But they got their hearts on that Viking stuff. I mean, they were fixed because she had mentioned that they could go back there and, and put their paws on anything back there that they want. As it had gone to the length of the seller remove everything from that garage and put it in a storage because they their stance was, wait a minute, anything in that garage that's not part of the house is not going to stay with the house. Oh man. So it was a back and forth. Um, they had gotten to the point where the buyers demanded access to their storage. Wow. For those appliances. Um, and I had to kind of bring it back into reality. Like, hey, guys, uh, we're buying the house, not their storage. No, we don't go off property to people's storages and look through their storage and their personal belongings. That's off limits. Once it leaves the house, we have no, you know, access to it. Let's, let's think about this. We actually didn't get the Viking appliances. I, I was able to get them off the fence by going ahead and putting forward with myself and the other agents, um, putting forward the funding for Wolf appliances. Okay. Very and good. so, yeah, they took the Wolf appliance package um, and we went ahead and closed. I did go to their house warming and sure enough, I saw some Viking appliances in that newly remodeled kitchen. Oh my goodness. Yes. One of those things. Oh yeah, we, we went to battle for those Viking appliances. But at the end of the day, they, they accepted the wolf package and, and turned it into a Viking package like they wanted. I had sellers on a property close and they took the bathroom mirrors off of the wall. 
yeah like what are you even gonna do with those um so you know that was a fun call to hi can you have your clients bring back the bathroom mirror and the agent is like what <laughs> bathroom mirror i'm like yeah the mirrors on the wall they're gone <laughs> oh my goodness i've i've had i've had some very interesting i think i think the biking appliances story was that was probably the biggest bad we even canceled we canceled the deal over that it was a pretty rough escrow and then we ended up coming back into escrow so yeah it was it was a it was a tough one for them to swallow but you know my advice as a, a listing agent never make any promises that you know your your seller doesn't know about <laughs> exactly and make sure everything is in writing Yes, and if there's something specific you, you're allowing to go with the house, make sure that you write it down and, and you specify because there might be $100,000 worth of appliances in that session. Well, this is, of course, the, the funniest podcast that I've ever done, and I really thank you, Trista, for, for uh, this experience. I, I think that my friends and family and everybody that listens is just enjoying our, our funny stories, and I, and I know that we have many more to tell. Absolutely. It just brings a little bit of light to a sometimes difficult business. And you know, if you can't laugh about it, you should probably walk away. Exactly. I hope you have a great day. You too. I look forward to it. We will see you all next week. Yes. Please, please stay tuned. We have some great topics coming up.